Still the Badlands are my stomping grounds The little Missouri's my spread There'll never be another place I'll ever rest my head Cause I come from North Dakota And bigger, better country you can't find Welcome to the Film North Dakota podcast Brought to you by the North Dakota Film and Media Association I'm your host, Matt Fern A filmmaker in Bismarck, North Dakota Today's guest is Samuel Sprinsonatic. Samuel is an independent documentary filmmaker, originally from Mandan, North Dakota, whose films have won awards and screened at film festivals across the country. His feature-length documentary debut, Kindred Creatures, which he wrote, produced, shot, directed, and edited, can be purchased on demand through Amazon Prime Video. Sam, thanks so much for being on the podcast this week. Hey, it's my pleasure. Thanks for having me, Matt. So first, can you tell me a little bit about your background in media? Yeah, I've been doing film for about 15 15 years now and I started through uh, skateboarding just wanting to do um, skate videos with my friends like the professionals did so we started that about 15 years ago and um, just decided that there was a cool creativity there that I could kind of dive into and from there just kind of took off and started making short films and little commercials and then started working for people and getting paid to do it and it just over the years evolved to where I am now. What type of equipment do you work with most regularly? Your stuff looks really great. Well, recently I've been shooting with a Blackmagic Pocket Cinema camera, uh, 4K, which has been awesome. So within the past year, that's what I've been going for. Before that, it was a 5D Mark III. Um, And it didn't have 4K, but it definitely got my story needs done and was still able to produce some really beautiful images. And so I still use that on occasion as a a B camera. And then I have like a Rode Lavalier mic just for, you know, mostly I do documentaries, and so that's kind of really all I need to capture the action. And, and so that leads to Kindred Creatures, your feature-length documentary. For those who haven't seen it, what is Kindred Creatures about, and how long did it take to complete? Kindred Creatures is a feature-length documentary about the personalities of farm animals, and it's also about farm animal sanctuaries and what they do and why they do it. So we kind of dive into the personalities of these animals, the bonds they share with Uh, humans and each other um, and just some really cool emotional stories from some of the um, some of the survivors of 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 some trauma I've seen the film it's 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 really powerful it's it's really awesome and you filmed all over the country what what are some of the places you filmed and uh, can you share some of the people you've interviewed and featured in the film yeah so this took about four years to shoot and it was mainly because this didn't take place anywhere near where I am. Um, In Bismarck, North Dakota, we don't have farm animal sanctuaries. And so I kind of had to go eight hours away to even even shoot. And so that's kind of what made it a little more difficult. Um, So I shot a lot of it in like around the Minneapolis area, Wisconsin. Um, And then we also traveled to California at one point to shoot in San Francisco and Berkeley, um, an animal rights uh, protest gathering that was happening there. So that was really cool. Um, we interviewed a lot of the owners of these farm animal sanctuaries that we were able to to come in contact with. And throughout them, we met kind of the stars of the film, which are these animals. We meet like Wally the pig who jumped off a slaughter truck at 80 miles an hour, uh, two miles away from the slaughterhouse and saved his life. We we learn about uh, Scruffy the cow and his story and his bond he shares with a with a male human. Um, we learn about Lunaris, this chicken who has no feathers. 
um, and how cute and adorable she is and why Mary, who who helps take care of her, why she, why she does that and why it's important to take care of a small little uh, innocent, vulnerable chicken like that. And so we get to know the people that take care of these animals, but we also get to know the animals really well too. Yeah, well, again, I recommend everyone checking out Kindred Creatures, available on uh, Amazon Prime Video. And what's so great about it is um, the personality of these animals really does shine through. You have such a distinct style of these portraits, these very intimate portraits of your subjects. What's the process to, to get someone's story? Yeah, well, I think one of the most important things is if you're going into somebody's life and they're allowing you to to show these intimate details of themselves to the public i think it's important to have a a relationship with with your subjects and so getting to know them and kind of having a a friendship beforehand is 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 quite important before you even roll the cameras out because then you start to capture i think their real personalities and who they really are as opposed to somebody who's nervous on camera and you know that, that isn't quite who they are and so i think that's one of the more important things and then being able to shoot on the fly really easily. Um, I use a steady cam and just a lavalier mic so that when something happens, I'm kind of ready for it right away um, without having to set up a bunch of lights or set up a bunch of things. It's kind of like to be on the go and as mobile as I can. And so I think those two things really kind of aid in, in getting the stories that I get. That's great advice. How have the stories impacted you? Well, I mean, each story and each subject impacts me in a different way. Um, Kindred Creatures, especially, that's, you know, one of the ones I've done more recently. And that impacted me by, I learned more about these animals than I knew before. I learned about their personalities. I learned about, you know, how they're happy and joyous and, and they get fearful. And um, and so it really made me realize how the world is a little differently than I thought. And it made me change the way that I eat now. What advice would you give other filmmakers considering self-distribution? Well, I learned definitely some mistakes from self-distribution. I went with a um, an aggregator, which is somebody who kind of helps me get onto iTunes or who helps me helps me get there. And so I spent a lot of money having somebody help me get onto iTunes, and ultimately it failed and backfired, and I had to get away from that uh, relationship. And so I started researching more and my friend Greg Desay um, actually told me about Amazon Prime and how they had put their film Balkowicz on that. And so I started looking into that a little bit more. And it's it's just so, so much easier and so much smoother and you have 100% control over everything. And so I would tell people, number one, research all of your options um, and don't just go for the first one because it can kick you in the butt. Um, and yeah, definitely Amazon for what I needed was was the way to go. Um, and so I think looking into Amazon is, is one of your options is a really good uh, good idea as well. You continue to make films in North Dakota. Uh, this is the Film North Dakota podcast. What do you like about um, working and uh, living in North Dakota? I love the open spaces in North Dakota. I like the fact that I can feel like I can breathe a little bit more when I'm out shooting. Um the people are really nice uh, for the most part. And it's it's just nice being able to tell these stories in a place where, you know, most people don't know the stories of the people from this area. And most people think that it's a small, small little state, but it's great being able to show the rest of the country, the rest of the world, whoever's watching my films, uh, 
that everybody here has an important story. And I think that that's really cool to be able to shine a light on that around here. Very well said, Sam. Uh, and before we wrap up, you also have a, another film, uh, which is available for free right now on YouTube, um, called Welcome to Sleepy Hollow. Can you tell us a little bit about that and uh, where people can watch it? Yeah, the film is available um, for free on YouTube, but you can find it really easily on samuelspry.com along with all of my other films. But this film was just about the 2019 Sleepy Hollow Theater and Arts Park season here in Bismarck, North Dakota. And so it took me about a year to shoot and edit and I just got to go and be a part of this Bismarck tradition that every year we get to go and see these beautiful musicals they do, but I got to go and see how they do it and why they do it and stories behind uh, the people who do it um, and showcase some of their really cool musical numbers. And so it was a really fun experience to do a local, uh, a local film so, so big like that. And they can see that film as well as uh, all of your other work at samuelspry.com or on Vimeo at vimeo.com slash samspry. Sam, thanks so much for being on the podcast and uh, really appreciate your time and, and all you do here in North Dakota. Thanks so much for having me, Matt. It's been an honor. Thanks for listening to the Film North Dakota podcast brought to you by the North Dakota Film and Media Association. If you want to learn more or connect with other filmmakers in North Dakota, check us out online at filmnd.org. I'm Matt Fern. Thanks for tuning in, and keep making movies in North Dakota. Well, I come from North Dakota, where the sun shines brighter and the country is wider than the sky. I come from.